Hello and welcome to the Big Punt Podcast. Uh, I'm Sam Bridges. And I'm Gareth Buncombe. And we're back. It's been a while, but uh, we're finally back in the same room. Contractual negotiations uh, have ended. And yes, we are back and ready to go for the Grand National meeting. Uh, starts on Thursday and of course building up to the Grand National on Saturday. But we're going to quickly run through the uh, first few races, Friday, uh, Thursday and Friday as well. The big two on each day. Uh, and we start uh, with the Betfred ball, Gareth. And I suppose the, the big question is, so Vinny Conte, that fall in the Gold Cup, will he bounce back? Uh, yeah, I think he probably will do. He, um, I don't subscribe to the theory that he would have won the Gold Cup because I think he certainly would have had a battle on his hands up that hill against Bobsworth. And uh, don't forget, Serdachamp was really coming back with a bit of a rattle at Bobsworth as they as they sort of crossed the line. But he was definitely going well. Jumps fantastically, which is why it was such a surprise to see him fall at Cheltenham. I think a flat track uh, like entry will suit him. Won there at the meeting last year. And yeah, he's probably a rightful favourite. Uh, eight runners in the card. Who's the, the biggest danger? Um, it's a tough one, really. I think, obviously, first lieutenant's got a great chance. Um, two and a half probably wasn't his trip at uh, Cheltenham. Q card ran so well. Uh, back to three miles. Again, on, on, a, on the sharp track, that will suit him. I think he's probably the biggest danger. But, as you said, eight runners... Uh, you get three places there. I do. I can't get away from Wayward Prince. Uh, it's a bit of a cliff horse with me. Followed him uh, through most of last season. Sort of written him off this season. Then he bounced back. Really good second to Sylvanyak O'Connor in the Charlie Hall. Won well at Aintree uh, before Christmas. He's flopped on his last two runs, but they were both at Cheltenham, which is a track I don't think he likes. Uh, the Argento was on ridiculous ground, which he clearly hated. And in the end, he plodded on for seventh in the Gold Cup, which obviously isn't fantastic. But it's you know it's it's Cheltenham and it's it's the best of the best. I think back at Aintree, give him a squeak at a big price and possibly uh, run into a place. What's some of those Cape Tribulation? Do, do you think uh, that was obviously probably quite a testing run for for Cape Tribulation at Cheltenham in the in the Gold Cup, uh, coming in in fifth place uh, in the end? So do you think he might have a, a squeak at the, the places? Yeah, definitely. He's he's a horse I'd back to each way for the Gold Cup. Um, the ground possibly might be a bit too quick for him. He, he does tend to sort of thrive in, in the softer ground. Uh, obviously, it was really soft at Cheltenham, and he he, he couldn't quite live with the with the big the big uh, horses in that one. But it's it's a weaker race, and he, he's got to have a great chance. And obviously, don't forget, he he won well at the meeting last year as well. So selection wise, um, kept um, so Vinnie Conti for you, but a little. Each way, niggle. Yeah, definitely. I, I like where he was about hundred to one earlier in the week, which looks a huge price to me. He's probably close to about thirty-three to one now, so a bit of the mileage in the each way value's gone now. But yeah, I think give you a bit of a run for your money. Menorah doesn't jump well enough. I don't particularly rate the giant bolster. First lieutenant's not any much of an each way price. So yeah, I think Wayward Prince probably the percentage call. Uh, and then we've got the entry hurdle following that. A fascinating little race, this one. The, the new one currently heading the market. We've got another faller from Cheltenham, uh, Grandjuay uh, as well. Countrywide flame in there as well as Arkander. Oscar Whiskey, uh, two-time winner of the race. Um, have you got a nailed down selection? Yeah, I'm big on Grandjuay for this one. I was banging the grandaway jump pretty much all season ahead of Cheltenham. Had him at a quite tasty price for the champion hurdle. As it turned out, that price didn't end up actually being that tasty with the huge drift that he went on in the week prior to it. But he was travelling with real menace in that champion hurdle and I think he probably could have done something pretty special up that hill. Um, I'm really, really interested to see how he goes. Uh, 
tomorrow. It should be fascinating. And we've got Countrywide Flame in there as well, uh, third place uh, in the champion hurdle. Uh, and Dennis O'Regan at the time said, you know, the horse needs further. He, he's been back to a little bit this week, Countrywide Flame. Quite an, an interesting runner with the extra bit of distance. Yeah, definitely. He's probably the one I fear most. Um, unlike Grandua, he probably, you know, screams that he wants further. I think Zarkander probably wants further as well. And that, that distance could bring out further improvement in him. But I think Countrywide Flame is definitely one that will definitely improve for the step up in trip. Uh, and I think the track again should suit him. It's it's quite a quite quick track entry, and I think it, it could play to uh, country by flame strengths. And uh, yeah, as you say, been well back this week. Clearly a bit of support behind him, and uh, I fully expect to see him go well. The new one was a horse on many people's lips uh, after Cheltenham, but not having him here. No, I obviously clearly he's talented. He's probably going to go on and achieve great things. But you, you've got to remember that he's still a novice and he's running against some pretty seasoned veterans in there. Like you said, Oscar Whiskey, two-time winner of this race, seems almost bizarre that we're not discussing him. But that that Cheltenham run was pretty lackluster, and it, it will take an improvement. And obviously, Garrett's decision to go with Grandaway seems to suggest either there's more confidence behind that one or less confidence behind Oscar Whiskey. I don't expect that, you know, the new one ran well in the bumper here last, last year as well, so he's another one that will handle the track. But I just think against the older horses, three to one is pretty much a, it's a quite a ridiculous price, really. Uh, so in that one, Grandue, uh, for you, uh, I'm torn between uh, Grandue and Countrywide Flame uh, at the moment. Uh, on to Friday, uh, and in the Melling, Sprinter Sacra. Um, uh, again, it's always the question, is he just going to romp home again? I think, unfortunately, I'm going to be boring and say, yeah, I, I love Fleming Star. He's a horse that I've got a lot of time for. Uh, Q card, not necessarily his biggest fan, but I do respect what he's done on the track. But I just, I'm sprinting a sack of something else. I just cannot see either of those two getting him off the bridle, personally. Is it going to be Fleming Star chasing him home? I would think so. Like I say, I'm probably a bit biased against Q Card. He's a horse that I think if he doesn't get his way up front, he does tend to spit his dummy out. I think Fleming Star is going to be pushing him all the way at the front for the lead. Um, but yeah, I think if anybody thus far that Sprinter Sacker has met was going to give him a race, I think Fleming Star's that horse. But I genuinely, as much as I, as much as I really do like Fleming Star, just. Unfortunately, I can't see him beating Sprinter Sacker. Uh, and in the Topham, talk us through your main fancy. Uh, Topham, bit of an interesting one. I mean, obviously, if always Wayne was going for it, it'd be a fantastic story, but he does look set to go for the Grand National. Um, so, little Josh, for me, I, I backed him earlier in the season uh, in the Grand Sefton, and he was absolutely, I mean, in this last year, he was absolutely devouring those fences on the way around. He just sort of wanted out for a bit of stamina at the end. Similar sort of story earlier in uh, in the race, earlier in the season. He was eating the fences for breakfast as he was flying around. He just looked to run out of a bit of steam, but then he, he sort of fought back, and it was a pretty, you know, almost a walk over the line. But I think a bit of stamina in him, then uh, he's certainly a horse that thrives over those big national fences and looks looks pretty decent price at around 12 to 1. So that's uh, the big two on Thursday and Friday covered. And now for the, the big one, the Grand National. Of course. Um, yeah. 40 runners uh, on the day um, how do you select your Grand National runner winner uh, well by backing the same horse that I was <laughs> big on last year um, yeah Kappa Blur for me uh, I, I was, wasn't as convinced at the start of the season but the, the, the longer the season's worn on and obviously certain things have happened on the way there he's the, the horse that I just I think he's the best pri- you know, the best value 
um, as a, you know, for, for, for the race, really. Uh, he has been backed. He's not escaped a lot of other punters. I, I've got a bigger anti-post bet on him, which which looks pretty good now. But in terms of each way betting now, I think he's a lot for a place if he gets round. I just can't see him being out the first four or five if he stands up uh, and gets that luck in running. 12 to one's not much of an each way price when you consider how big a price you can get on some of the others. But yeah, you think the trainer's bullish, conditions seem to have come for him, handles the track, handles the fences. I just think he's 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 got it, it ticks all the boxes for me. So I'll go see some of the, the other runners. The Imperial Commander's been quite well backed uh, this week uh, off top weight, obviously not a great record for top weight horses uh, in the race, but what are his chances? Yeah, he's another one who I think will definitely go well. Um, at his peak, he was rated 185 when he beat Denman in that Gold Cup. Gets in here off a mark in the high 150. So I mean, we're talking about almost a 30 pound swing. Uh, uh, you know, it's like a, a good swing in the weights there. So you'd have to say that he's he's well handicapped in spite of tack carrying top weight. Um, and he does appeal to me as the sort of horse that will handle the fences. Trips a bit of an unknown with him. Obviously, you're going four and a half miles. It's it's a bit beyond what we've ever seen him sort of take in before, but. I think he, he looks the sort who could possibly give us that, that glimpse of a fairy tale victory. Two that went close last year in Seabass and Sunny Hill Boy uh, uh, as well. Uh, again, uh, are they others that, that this year, you know, getting round there again, that, that could be filling uh, the places if not winning it? Yeah, I mean, the record of horses that have finished the previous season is, is always very good the following year. Um, both are respected. However, I don't really fancy either of them this year. Both of those two have been put up in the weights, whereas Capablo bizarrely has been dropped. So even I mean, you think that the, the the horse who came first last year is now retired, the second horse is up ten pounds, the third horse I think is up five, and Capablo has been dropped three. So it, I think Seabass especially will struggle with the extra weight. It looked like he was fading on the run in last year. Went so well for so far, just tied up a bit, sort of coming home. Uh, Sunny Hill Boy, it'll be interesting. I still I'm waiting to see which one McCoy goes for. I'm hoping he goes for Colbert Station because he's another one who I like the look of. But if he picks Sunny Hill Boy, then obviously that's going to um, be a big plus for him. And we've gone through four or five horses there without mentioning the, the well-backed favourite on his own for, for Willie Mullins. Uh, just simply too short for you with it, the favourite record. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, that, that's, that's probably it. Um, I, I, personally as well, I mean, I know people... People probably shrewder than me will go through his form and say there's there's things in there, but I just can't see what he's done to deserve to be so short in the betting. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be favourite, but I just six to seven to one, it's just a ridiculous price. Uh, I think if it was trained by anybody else, he'd be twice that price. Um, a previous winner who's been backed in with a drying ground uh, is uh, Ballard Briggs. Do you think he's a 12 year old now, got round again uh, last year in sixth place? Do you really? He might be knocking on the door again. Yeah, I think they've. Uh, he's definitely been treated well enough at the weights. He's dropped back, dropped back down to a mark that should see him go close. Obviously, the age is a bit of a concern, but Jason Maguire's opted for him over two, arguably, uh, you know, um, younger horses in the race uh, who possibly could go. I do think across the bake would run a big race. Weird Al's probably not for me, but um, yeah, Bala Briggs, I won't put you off him. So we've touched on some of those around the 20 to 1 marker and, and below maybe for that but uh, any bigger prices uh, that you might be uh, tempting us with yeah big fella thanks as well and I don't think he probably stays well enough to win it but he's got such a fantastic record around there I mean he's placed in it uh, he, he's completed three times all in 
respectable positions. He was third in the beach uh, earlier in the season. 40-1, to one, looks a big price. Dennis O'Regan is, is a very good Grand National jockey. Um, and yeah, I, I, like I say, probably not good enough or stays quite well enough to win it, but I do think he could be one plodding on for a place near the end. And one at a bigger price that I do like um, is any currency. He's available at around 100 to 1 with some bookies. If you go with the six places, I think, which is Bet Victor, it's only about 80. But um, veteran of the, the national scene, he's contested several of these races in the past, should stay. If he handles the track, could run well at a place, but I wouldn't think he'd probably be cracking the top four. But if he can get those six places, he could be one that'll be plodding on past beaten horses at the end. And you've got your top four written down there in front. Just talk us through the, the top four in your eyes. Yeah, obviously Kappa Blur, horse I was big on last year, big on again this year. Really think he could improve on last year's fourth, hopefully going a couple better and getting his nose in front for a yard that are well-renowned for running well in this race. Colbert Station for Ted Walsh, really like him. Hopefully see Tony McCoy on him um, when uh, that announcement's made. Imperial Commander, uh, I think you, there's no substitute for class. We saw last year in Neptune Colonge, he was the class horse in the race, and eventually that saw him through. And um, Big Fella Thanks, probably, as I say, not good enough to win, but could definitely plod on for an each-way place at a big price. For me, I've not really got a winner nailed down. I put up Ballard Briggs as an each-way selection uh, earlier in the week. Uh, I do think Aurora Soncourt at a massive price could run into a place for Sue Smith, uh, second in the Scottish Grand National on good ground. Uh, but, yeah, uh, as a winner, uh, I'm not too sure. T for three. Uh, another one, opinion on T for three for Rebecca Curtis? Well, yeah, it was my idea of the winner of this race at the start of the season. Um, but disappointed, really, with well, I know it was a Carberry masterclass on Monbeg Dude that sort of saw that one home in the Welsh National. I was dis- disappointed he couldn't win the Welsh National and then that flop at Haydock can't can't get that out of my mind really and he does tend to really attack his fences and I think that could potentially maybe find him out uh, around the injury. Okay, T for three for me then. <laughs> <laughs> Got to back it now if you've gone against it. But yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, so that, that brings us to an end uh, of this returning Big Punt podcast. Uh, at the Big Punt, it is a Twitter, can still remember it, it's been so long. Uh, but yeah, we're back and uh, hopefully it won't be too long before the next one. Yeah, good luck with the Grand National.